0: Welcome to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Truth Hurts program. It is the 12th day of September, 2022. Not that I was being disrespectful yesterday on the September 11th anniversary. The 21st year since Taliban, ISIS, Muslim, towel-head-wearing terrorists hijacked airplanes with box cutters and flew two planes into the twin towers of the World Trade Center in downtown Manhattan, New York, and one into the Pentagon, and one which was actually heroically kept from flying into what would likely have been the White House and landed in a field in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, only miles from the White House. was the 21st anniversary of the most horrific terrorist attack on U.S. soil in the history of our country. Many people died The conspiracy theories still fly on what would have normally been a day filled with office occupation, people in their businesses in the World Trade Center. Some strange reason only 3,000 people died when two giant office buildings crumbled before our very eyes. I remember it like it was yesterday. I was standing in the service department of Ray Brandt Dodge Chrysler Plymouth Jeep Eagle in Harvey, Louisiana, off of the West Bank Expressway, US Highway 90 business at Manhattan Boulevard, ironically. I was watching the news in the customer lounge when I looked up and saw the news everyone was stopped in their tracks in this in this car dealership normally a very busy bustling dealership with salespeople and service department people and customers everyone had stopped in their tracks and were looking at the television screen when it was announced that an airliner a jet airplane had crashed into the world's trade center one of the two twin towers So I obviously turned my attention from what I was doing to the television screen. A few minutes later, oh my God, as the television network cameras were focused on the first tower in flames, obviously jet fuel ignited. The tower was going up in flames. The next tower was hit And it was clear as day watching another full-size, what was it, DC-10, DC-8, a 747? I don't even recall. A very large jet airplane crashing into that second tower moments after the first one did. At that moment, I knew the United States was under a terrorist attack. Jet airplanes from the Bell Chase Naval Air Station, Joint Base Bell Chase, were scrambled minutes later, you could see jets, military jets flying over the New Orleans area in a pattern to protect the oil and gas industry, the refineries, obviously the downtown area, the office buildings, Headquarters to some oil companies, obviously a very strategically important port. If you were to, let's say, crash the giant electrical power grid towers into the Mississippi River, or a strategic hit on one of the large hotel or office buildings that line the Mississippi River at the french quarter area right near the french quarter rather you could certainly disrupt maritime travel a large source of imports and exports new orleans louisiana one of the largest export and import ports in the united states of america would have certainly disrupted commerce immediately and for some time The jets from the Joint Base Bell Chase which was the Bell Chase Naval Air Station at the time scrambled jet fighters and they made non stop continuous flyover patterns in and around the New Orleans metropolitan area up towards Baton Rouge, Louisiana, other air bases scrambling their fighter jets making sure the skies over South Louisiana were protected in case some other attack of that nature. 21 years ago today, where were you? I spent yesterday, the 11th day of September, 2022, not watching people reading the names of the deceased and ringing a bell something that goes on as the thousands of names are read each and every anniversary of 9-11. I didn't watch. I didn't spend my day mourning 21 years ago that happened. And here I sit on September 12th, 2022. 21 years to the day after I saw what I believed was the most patriotic, unified United States of America I have seen in my almost 60 years of walking this planet. White people, black people, Latino people, Asian people, men, women, elderly, youth. Yes, I said youth, not youths i saw gay people straight people all coming together to defeat a common enemy of the united states of america to defeat terrorism wasn't a democrat fight or a republican fight everyone came together behind mayor rudy giuliani who unified New York, the melting pot of America, one of the largest cities on planet Earth. The day of the terrorist attacks and for the days and weeks that went on after the terror attacks, you couldn't tell what color people's skin was. Everyone was a soot gray, a dingy concrete gray color. My brother at that time owned a nautical charts and supplies business in Manhattan, quite a few blocks away from Ground Zero as it became known. He opened the drawers to pull nautical charts from the massive drawers in that building after the town was allowed to reopen and commerce was allowed to resume And inside of the drawers of the building, there was ash, soot, remnants of the Twin Towers. And I believe, what was it called? Building number five or building number seven that also went up? Conspiracy theories will abound for decades, if not centuries to come. Was it a plot? Probably. Was there... U.S. interference or involvement? Likely. We'll never know, just like we'll never know for certain who killed John F. Kennedy. We'll never know for certain if a man ever did land on the moon back in the 1960s. After all, Barack Hussein Obama, AKA Barry Sotero, a man who sealed all of his records from supposedly attending Harvard, and supposedly being the Harvard Law Review editor, all of those records were sealed. All of those classified, highly top secret documents, simply sealed. We don't know what Barack Hussein Obama brought home from the White House. We really don't. And yet we raid a president's home, Mar-a-Lago, Donald Trump, and we either planted top secret documents there, or we walked out with some empty envelopes. We may never know that secret either. So back to the 9-11 situation I was speaking about. We may never know what actually occurred, what actually transpired that day. We, We have no way of knowing for certain. We may never know. And as a nation, we should know. As a nation, Of free people we should have transparency in our government so no I didn't spend yesterday morning over the people who lost their lives in 9-11 21 years ago I watched some of the talking heads I didn't watch anything to do with Queen Elizabeth's burial or Prince Charles, King Charles, whatever he wants to be called now, or his consort, Camilla Parker Bowles. I don't care of those things. They are irrelevant to me. They have no bearing on my world. Right now, my world consists of going to the job, doing the job well, going home from the job, and attempting to live a normal life as a free American citizen. I try my level best each and every day to listen to the opinions of people and to take with a grain of salt stupid opinions, knowing that if I am the average American, which I have confessed I'm not the average American, I am well above average, thank you very much. But if I were the average American, that means half of the population of the United States of America is dumber than I am, is less educated, less informed, less enlightened, less intelligent. If you are the average, the middle, the one guy in the middle, that means that half the country is smarter than you, the other half of the country is dumber than you. Which is why when someone says, how are you doing there, Steve Z? I tell them, doing above average, because I am above average. Thank you for asking. And being above average puts me in a unique position. I'm not the tippy top of the tippy top. I've never claimed to be the smartest person in America. But in a room full of 330 people, I pretty much know that I'm in the top 5% of that room. Intelligence, education, Enlightenment, certainly in a room of 330 people, I am in the top 5%. That's why you listen to me. If you did not think I at least had some clue about which topics I am speaking, you wouldn't listen. You would not tell your friends to listen to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. I'm very thankful that you do tell them. I'm thankful that more and more people are listening to this program each and every day. I was looking at analytics on my podcasting platform, and one of them alone has over 32,652. That's a pretty good number. So yesterday was the 21st anniversary of 9-11. Joe Biden was a U.S. senator at the time of the terrorist attacks. I'm pretty sure he pandered to the audience and the cameras and talked about how horrific it was. All of the Congress people did, all of the senators did. They all had to get their 15 seconds of sound bites on the news media. Some yelled more than others, some cried more than others, some pretended to give a damn more than others. But what does Joe Biden do after taking office to the highest office in the land? Whether or not he was duly and rightfully elected to the position, we'll leave that for the historians. Some of you will say the election was stolen. Some of you will say the election was legitimate. I understand. Everyone is entitled to their opinion. And the fact remains that no matter what you think, currently... Joe Biden is holding the office of the president of the United States. Therefore, it's his watch. It's his show. What a crappy show he is running. Just like it would have been Donald Trump's show had the massive record high 40 plus year inflation occurred on Donald Trump's watch. It would have been Donald Trump's inflation. Joe Biden is in charge. So it is joe biden's inflation it is joe biden's two consecutive quarters of negative gdp so therefore it is joe biden's recession it is happening on his watch it is joe biden's massive crime wave that i'd really like to speak with you about because it is the massive crime wave not only of lawful well not lawful legal u.s citizens people who are citizens of our country breaking the law at record pace the highest murder rate in cities like New Orleans and Chicago in a long long time thank you gropey Joe Biden thank you Brandon absolute without a doubt Joe Biden's show Joe Biden's presidency Joe Biden's administration therefore Joe Biden's responsibility. Make no bones about it. Make no mistake about it. He is the man in charge. And therefore, he should be the man answering for all of these problems that are occurring. Makes sense, right? Makes perfect sense to me. It's Joe Biden's presidency. And yet, Joe Biden allows unfettered, illegal, criminal, trespassing law-breaking invaders at our southern border many many with ties to radical islam the same so-called peaceful religion that was behind the terrorist attacks 21 years ago yesterday yes terrorists are crossing the southern border some are disguising themselves as Mexicans, Hondurans, Guatemalans, Colombians. But Joe Biden closes his little squinty eyes and pretends that doesn't happen. We could be minutes, seconds away from the next 9-11 type terrorist attack in this country. could be ours could be days, weeks, months, maybe even a couple more years, three years, five years. Had we built the big, beautiful wall at our southern border and funneled those legitimately seeking asylum for political persecution or one of the other five or six justifiable reasons to seek asylum in the United States of America, and by the way, lawfully and legally that can only occur from the bordering nation the bordering nation which means Canadians can seek asylum here Mexicans can seek asylum here those are the nations that border the United States of America so for a Honduran to seek asylum from Honduras He would have to seek that asylum in a neighboring uh, country like Mexico or Guatemala. You can't jump over Mexico like you're playing checkers and seek asylum in the United States. That's not how it works. You're seeking asylum for persecution. You go to the next neighboring country and you seek asylum there. They can deny you and send you back to where you came from, but you can't just hop over. This, this isn't hopscotch. This isn't leapfrog. When seeking asylum, you go to the next country. But I digress. It is because, directly because, of the actions of Joseph Robinette Biden. Sleepy, creepy, touchy, feely, mopey, dopey, little girl gropey, hands on their little chests because he's a pedophile. His own son, Hunter, calls him Pedo Pete. Pedophile Pete. Joe Biden. Your commander in cheat. The plagiarist. The liar. 10% on the take. The big guy. The guy who sold influence through his son while he was the vice president, and now while he's the president. Your president has allowed the next group of terrorists to not only enter our country, but do God knows what level of harm the next time they get together to do something. It could be happening in the back room of some seedy convenience store right now in Bridge City, Louisiana, or in Schenectady or in Freehold, New Jersey. It could be happening right now on the streets of some cockfight, in some hood somewhere. It could be happening on a computer, in some guy's basement. But had that big, beautiful wall been built at our southern border funneling anyone seeking entry into this great nation through 25 points of entry it doesn't have to be just one border station you can have one near Brownsville you can have one near Tijuana you can have one near Waco you could have one down there in in Arizona in Nogales you could have 25 of them and they they would be armed security forces there Step up. Next. Andale, andale, what is your reason for seeking asylum? I think my cousin has to no make too much money. I don't make too much money in Mexico. I want to come to the United States. My cousin has a convenience store. He said I can stock the Coca-Cola. Sorry. That's not a legitimate reason to seek asylum in the United States. You can apply for citizenship. We'll put you in line. We're currently a nation of 331 million people. We just don't have the room, the infrastructure, or the economy to support. What did you say you do for a living? I'm going to stock the boxes in the back of the convenience store. No, we got plenty of Americans that can do that job. Sorry. You want to change? Change your own country. Have a nice life down there. I wish you the best of luck. Change the place you don't like. Change the place you're complaining about. Don't illegally enter my country and then try to change my country to be a crap hole like the one you're trying to escape. That makes zero sense to a common sense thinking person. Then again, I am above average. And if you're listening to this program, it is highly likely that you too are above average, if not well above average. If you can understand the words that are coming out of my mouth, if you can appreciate what I'm saying, if you can understand that I'm speaking the truth, no matter how much the truth might hurt, then you are above average and you are worthy of listening to this program. Our Twitter, by the way, at Hertz Program. Symbol at that's shift number two on your keyboard Hertz H U R T S program. That's on Twitter. Or check us out by sending us an email at the truth program.com. I'm sorry to ramble, but I'm in traffic and it's afternoon. And I'm on the interstate watching what I say are the, hey, and bless their hearts, these guys, good for them if they're legal, if they're lawful citizens, good for these guys. But I know they're not because when speaking to the state police here in Louisiana and those in Texas, I asked about these that I'm about to explain to you in a moment. And they said it's too much of a hassle to pull these guys over because likely they're not legal citizens, number one. Number two, they don't have driver's licenses. Here they are driving. Number three, their situation is very unsafe. And you would think the Department of Public Safety in Texas, Louisiana, and points around the country would say, hey, this is a hazard on the road. Let's put a stop to it. But they don't, because as the one state trooper told me, Steve, if I pull them over, I have to, once I figure out that they're not legal citizens, they don't have a driver's license, I have to call ICE, Immigration and Customs Enforcement, and they don't enforce anything but their coffee breaks. That's what he told me. Those guys don't do jack. They might come out here after three or four hours and they delay because they're hoping that I, the state trooper, will just let these people go about their business and get on their way. They're not legal citizens. And they're driving this one here, for example. It's a full-size Toyota Tundra. And there's a tow bar, a metal bar, attached to the trailer hitch on that Toyota Tundra. And it's pulling a Chevrolet Suburban. A Little bit of a mismatch, but okay. And behind the Chevrolet Suburban, attached to its trailer hitch, is a two-wheel tow dolly like the kind of thing you see pulled behind a U-Haul truck. And on it is a Nissan Frontier pickup truck. And just to make matters worse, in the front truck, the the Toyota Tundra, there are three what looks like motorcycles, dirt bikes, a barbecue grill, and the Suburban is just packed to the gills with all kinds of stuff. And in the back of the little Nissan Frontier, there are three gas grills. Now I know where they're going. You can follow them straight down Interstate 10 to Interstate 35 or 45, whichever one it is that goes south, south of uh, Houston, Dallas, and then Houston. And they're gonna sell those items for probably 10, 15 times what they paid for them here in the United States. Hey, that's capitalism at its finest. But when that capitalism is occurring here and it's being conducted by illegal criminal trespassing immigrants who are profiteering, buying these vehicles and then shipping them south for massive profits. Where's the tax revenue to the United States of America? I'll give you the answer, there is none. And Joe Biden says, yeah, let them go south. Hey, you want illegal immigrants to go south, let them go. But the problem is they're sneaking back across They're coming right back over, and then they're buying more used cars and taking them south. And when there are enough vehicles down there, repaired and ready for a real push, a real invasion of the United States, do you think Biden's gonna try and stop that in any way? If you think so, you're you're ignorant, uninformed, uneducated, stupid, brainwashed by the Democrat Party by the No Borders, One World, New World Order crowd. Come on guys, you gotta be getting some feelings here, right? Some anger, some irritation, agitation, aggravation. Yes, a bell should go off in your head. My friends, in this country right now, Biden and the Democratic Party are doing everything they can to destroy our democracy while appearing on television telling you that it is the republicans and the conservatives lovers of liberty patriots who are trying to destroy democracy and half the nation the below average half the dumber half the gullible half the ignorant half the stupid half the brainwashed half they are believing the bull. Yeah, I wanted to finish that, but there might be children listening. And I know they probably heard worse coming out of your mouth. Admit it. But I'm trying to be on the higher road today. Well, thank you, my friends, again, for listening to this episode of the Truth Hurts program. If you like what you hear, tell a friend. If you don't like what you hear, who cares? Turn it off. Go listen to something else. Background music, usually Jason Shaw and Audionautics Program pre-recorded, of course, it's a podcast. And uh, copyright 2022, the Truth Hurts program, all rights reserved. This program and its contents are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. Bye-bye for now. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. I apologize if you were offended, but I retract nothing. Background music provided by Jason Shaw and Audionautics.